0: You know 10 years ago you
1: were turning 30
0: I was turning 30 and we were doing my 30th birthday party and our house was cleaned out because we were about to start traveling the next week and we had tarps on the floor because we didn't want to mess up the floor for the new home buyer
1: and we were playing beer pong in pong in our
0: living room Welcome back to the Trap Sest Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and in this episode, we are going to talk how lordy, lordy Aaron just turned 40. Man, I love that. That's so cute. Did you just come up with that? No. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. My please prepare for departure.
1: Okay, man.
0: Well, I'm 40.
1: Well, this is, like, coming from the future. I'm or no, it's coming from the past. Because, like, yeah. we're still in Bali. We're recording this episode because it's something we have been talking about that we wanted to, like, talk about on the podcast. And we wanted to do this episode before we get into motion and in are going back home. Because then it's, like... It's already done instead of us trying to figure out a time that we can sit down and record this and blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah. So, so by, when
1: this comes out, you're going to be 40.
0: Right. That's Happy what I'm saying. And we just, you know, I just gave my mom a hug on my, my birthday. We'd just flown from Bali to United States. We had a bougie ass like flight home and it was so yeah. much fun and so exciting. And then we had the fun weekend that you were apparently planning. I'm not sure. Um, and now I'm 40.
1: And now you're forty, just like that. Wow! And so we wanted. I'm to- trying to
0: pretend to be forty. That's what I was trying to say, but I'm not yet. So okay. I was trying to pretend. I understood. Okay. Yeah.
1: No, I got that. Okay. I
0: understood. Yeah, got I got what you were doing. Got it. Is that you're- like a forty-year-old thing to do?
1: Okay, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking dad jokes. Okay. <laughs> so we wanted to, cause like we were watching Underdog the other night, and it kind of sparked this not whole. Not
0: the not the cartoon. The actual the underdog story was that Kirk.
1: even an
0: under I don't even know the underdog cartoon. the cartoon
1: I oh don't watch cartoons
0: I don't either. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, you always just insinuate that it's like me just binge watching cartoons. Ne-
1: Do I have I ever literally insinuated that in my life that with like the you way watch you, cartoons? With the way I've you said that, said that, even said with that. the
0: way you just said that, you have to understand the insinuation was that I apparently know about this so i must watch cartoons
1: maybe is that like a weird trigger for you i've never I, I, i've never heard of underdog you and i said i don't watch cartoons like and you're saying i'm insinuating you do like do you i've never seen you watch a cartoon in my life right. but like clearly you know about the cartoon I just know vibes yeah. because i don't okay that's what i was Clear. saying. Okay, I don't think you're secretly binging cartoons under the covers just okay. to clear the air. Okay, Goose. Weirdo. Okay. <laughs> so, The
0: Underdog Story with Kurt Warner. If you haven't seen it, you should. It's amazing. Great movie. Such a good movie. All the feels.
1: All the feels and it's like a love story. And it's real. And it's real and it's a uh, sports are involved. Like it's just like it had everything. So yeah, it was like inspiring. a inspiring.
0: It was like a drama but sports, but still, yeah. you know, both sexes All the things. can be involved. Yeah.
1: So it triggered this whole conversation with us because um, in one of the scenes, like before Kurt made it big, he and his wife were like really struggling. They had no money. He was like stocking the shelves, like had like nothing. They were she was in school, like nursing school. And so they ran out of gas and they're like scrounging, trying to find change to be able to put some money in the tank
0: in the middle of a blizzard.
1: Yeah. And it just reminded us of where we were. Like it was kind of this whole like, wow, it opened up the conversation of we've been traveling for 10 years and it's been a decade and it's been this wild journey and where we were before we started traveling 10 years ago.
0: Well, it really, well, that, that was the thing. That's what I was going to say is like the fact that I realized this time, you know, 10 years ago, you were turning 30, I was turning 30 and we were doing my 30th birthday party in our house was cleaned out because we were about to start traveling the next week and we had tarps on the floor because we didn't want to mess up the floor for the new home buyer.
1: When we were playing and beer pong we were playing beer pong in
0: our living room.
1: Yeah. Because everything was gone. Because
0: we were thirty. Wow. And twenty four. I was twenty six.
1: Yeah, it was... Oh, my God. That's
0: what 26 and 30-year-olds wow. do.
1: Yeah, we're like, party at our house, like, types on the ground and beer pong all night. <laughs> yeah. Like, and we were literally sleeping on an air mattress. Yeah. Because we were getting ready to go start traveling. We had no idea we were getting into. It's so... God, it's like... It's wild when you really think of it like that. If 10 years ago, you were turning 30. We were having your 30th birthday party in our home before we started traveling, scrounging for change. We had no freaking money. We were just like, what are we doing? We like gotta make this work, right? And now it's like fast forward, you're turning forty, and we've been on this crazy journey that in that moment we were playing beer pong, had no idea what to expect or what was even gonna happen.
0: Well, and I what said the t- heck? I said too, like, this 10 years has gone really fast, right? Like, it really has, to be honest with you. But when you really look at it, from where you and I started to where we are now is insane. That's what like, I, yeah. The fact that like we were scrounging for change because I was on call and I was almost out of gas and I needed some backup in case I had to get gas. But if I didn't like get called in, then I had enough to last for the week. Right. Like having those thought processes to like now we're going on our fourth month in Bali and we haven't worked for five months. And we've been to over 25 countries, like built yeah. to, built businesses. We've, I mean, experienced so much in those 10 years and are sitting not only financially better, but relationship better, people oh better, God. like life better, vision better. And it it feels really fast but really look at it from a level of what we were able to accomplish in that time frame got me thinking like okay fifty's not going to come at the blink of an eye because look at all of the things i did in between that i literally say this for myself that i it was we were at a very bottom level we had a beautiful relationship we've always had that we were aligned in what we were doing but when it comes down to like life in general We were crawling out of a of a hole to now like where we are. Can you elaborate on that? Like
1: the like financially, you know. I think
0: envision
1: and yeah. So I was gonna say a financially because we had no money. We we've talked about this so many times of just being broke af, really not being able to make ends meet um you know not having any savings you know to save towards really anything i mean in order for us to even sell our home we had to cash in our 401ks just to get the money to fix up the house after the inspection of what needed to be done right like we had nothing extra we had to borrow money to get to where we were going we had to borrow
0: money and take money out of our 401k just to make all that work
1: that's what i'm saying it's like we had nothing like we really had no money to save. We didn't have credit cards like they were maxed out so it's not like we had wiggle room where we're like oh just throw it on the credit card we'll pay it off like we were spent we were maxed out financially and then with the vision part of it we were also in that in that stage of you know we both been working in our careers for five years full-time right
0: i was seven you were seven Mm -hmm.
1: okay so i was five and you know being in that place of wanting more and feeling stuck and feeling like wow like this can't be it like we're grinding it out and we still can't even you know uh save money or or take trips or travel and and knowing we wanted more knowing like we were always creative we always had ideas we always had other passions we wanted to explore but not necessarily knowing what that was or where we were yeah so like knowing we wanted more but having absolutely no idea in that moment what that was and knowing
0: that we wanted to start our own business
1: yeah but not having any idea and travel the world how can this happen like what are the steps what does that even mean like we didn't have language behind it at the time it's not like we were we were talking like we are now like we didn't have the language it was just that feeling and that knowing that there was so much more in life that we wanted like this couldn't be it And that first step of deciding to sell our house and cash in our 401ks and quit our jobs and take a risk and take a gamble on this travel thing that potentially could open a lot of doors, but still not knowing if that was even the truth in that time to now all of the doors that have opened, all of the money we've been able to make, all of the savings we've been able to have and paying off the credit cards and the Um, opportunities that have come for us to be able to have ideas creatively and and walk them out and and start these side hustles and these side businesses like our whole life has changed totally crazy
0: and I think like I I know we did a podcast on this uh, in Peru but you know it's just crazy because I'm looking back at the time and I keep saying it I've said it and I'll probably say it a couple more times but I just literally feel I, I blinked my eyes and I'm I'm, I'm fucking 40. I forty, Like, know. I'm 40.
1: And I thought 30 was old when you were turning 30. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God, like, how's my husband 30 years old? Like, we're so old. Like, we're such grown-ups. We're us.
0: starting so late in life.
1: Oh my, oh my God. Right? I and mean, you just want to look and shake yourself of like... Oh my gosh! No, you're so, you're a baby. All the life we were gonna experience that we had no idea was coming our way.
0: Right, and I think that's what I'm trying to say is like it's easy to get in that. And I, I guess I'm saying it over and over because I really want my point to get across. And I okay. I tend to do this, and Kim tends to help me.
1: What's your point? My point is you. the fact
0: that like it's easy when you're in the moment to be like, oh my god, I, I was just 30. Right. Like we were just leaving, and now we're sitting in Bali. And in and when this comes out, but as we're recording this, in seven days, I'll be 40. Yeah. Where the fuck did that time go? And like that's <coughs> what I'm trying to say is like I, we, what I was getting at with my Peru thing was we were talking about my tattoo. my one and only tattoo, right? I got it. I'm 39 years old. I've always kind of wanted one, but I tattooed that childlike drawing. On my arm that says the journey is the destination with Machu Picchu on there because it truly is right like looking back at all the things that we've been able to accomplish and not being so nervous about the fact that like I'm 40 and I'm still not air quotes exactly where I want to be and feeling the pressure of what 40 means which is just a mindset thing for me, but it is for me. It's real for me. Yeah. And being like, oh my God, I'm going to blink my eyes and be 50. Like, what the hell? That's the next step? Yeah. 50? Right. But then really taking a moment and being so grateful and understanding the journey is the destination and the amount of things that we were able to accomplish in 10 years now we are so aligned we are so focused we are so clear i can't wait for the next 10 years
1: well and i think too it's not even just
0: can you narrate that for me
1: (laughs) so let me break it down this is exactly what he means no i think you express that very clearly and, and i get exactly what you're saying and you know the conversation that we were having and that we've had many times is that you know again In the moment it feels like it goes so fast and you have to consciously and intentionally look back on those 10 years and be like wow and really like almost reminisce and go through it and remember and bring it up and like wow like look at the life we've led like look at everything we've done look at what we've accomplished look at where we've traveled where we've lived in the united states you know being in florida and being like, wow, like I know I don't wanna live here, but like how can we get out of here? How can we leave here? We don't where do we wanna go? Like we would dream of going to California and now we've like lived there like for a like a good chunk of, of our life, you know, and experience that so we would you like we unpack, look at all this life that we have led, right? And it's not about, you know, we we all have you're never really gonna get the quote unquote there right there's no there to get to it's like
0: constantly developing it's
1: well you're constantly on a journey of like this is your life like you are currently living your life now like right now it's not when you get here when you get there it's you're actively doing that so how can you be in the moment and be present and have fun and take it all in and And like live life the way you want to live it and have all these adventures and have the gratitude for the journey you're on while also always being in the moment of, you know, striving to reach your goals and, you know, taking steps to continuously create the next step in your life that you want to get to and you want to achieve, but not being so focused on that, that you're missing the beautiful journey. Because in 10 years, like you said, it's now it's easy for us to be like, yeah, like, look at all we've done and we've lived here and we've done it all worked out and look at where we're at, like how fucking cool. But when you chunk it down to what we actually have experienced in 10 years, we have lived a very, very full life and it's wild to reflect on that, which I think sometimes we get so and I'm saying we as as humans in general can get so wrapped up in the you know putting our heads down and kind of being in the grind of life that we have to pull ourselves up and pull our heads up and be like let's take a minute to freaking reflect on our life and what we've done and remember and bring it because like when we were going down that journey and talking about all of that together we were like whoa That's crazy. I can't even imagine the next 10 years. And I don't want to imagine the next 10 years. I want to be present right now in this moment here today. Not freaking what's going to happen next year.
0: Totally. And I think the, the power within this feeling and the reason that we really wanted to do this podcast was a reflection for us, obviously. But mainly to express kind of a a vulnerable moment, I guess you would say for me, is just I have so much I want to accomplish still. And there is something that I'm chasing. And to say that you don't have dreams or goals, right? It's about being present in the moment. The journey is the destination. As long, In my opinion, as long as you're running towards goals that you want to achieve, right? Like, I want to be better tomorrow than I am today, right? Like, whatever that is. And I, I want it to to advance right like i want to advance in my goals and achieve what i want i'm not saying that i'm going to be happy it's going to be the final step when i reach these things it's just i want to reach these pillars and honestly it's the um my definition of success because everybody has it right everybody has a definition of success mine is to have my own place to literally have it that it's ours, right? It's you and I's. We possibly have a family, right? Mm -hmm. Like we possibly have kids, like if that's possible for us because of our later years, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I I still don't want them now, but I know I do want them soon, right? But I also want to be working for myself and inspiring people and literally traveling and then coming back to our own place, right? Like that's what I'm shooting for. That's my definition of success. Yeah. And I have not achieved that yet. And i'm turning 40. so that's where this all came and i think what i'm trying to get at is like if you really look at where we started at 30 which is so ironic it wasn't 27 126 it was literally my 30th birthday in 10 years reflecting of like what we have built for that goal is far along we're on the tail end of achieving that but that's where i'm just like shit. my next goal is 50 right like
1: Right. But that's 10 years. I mean, again, we're talking about another decade, like so much happens in 10 years. And I think like I totally I mean, obviously, you know, we're on the same page as far as all of that. Right. Like these are talks that we have all the time. Like we're constantly in conversation about these kinds of things. And like, you know, I think it's just interesting, too, of, you know, the fact that when we look at the 10 years, we look at the 30 and in that time frame, we were living a quote unquote normal life. Mm-hmm. We had owned a home, we had, you know, community, we had friends, we had family, we had full-time jobs, we went to work every day, we came home, we had our gym, we had our restaurants. We, we lived a very quote normal life. And we were, we felt at the time, very trapped in that life. We, we realized that that was not the life we wanted to live, not that anything was necessarily wrong with it. We just wanted the more of the freedom and the flexibility and to do more and all of that. Like we knew there was more for us and we knew that we didn't wanna live in Florida for the rest of our lives. And we didn't wanna be freaking looking for change underneath the couch to put gas in the car. Like we're like, there's gotta be something better. This is crazy. And so we were, but we were living kind of this normal life. and. And we wanted out of it. We wanted out of that conventional style of the grind of the two weeks off of all the bullshit that comes with it. We it wasn't for us like we rebelled against it. And now fast forward, we, we've gone 10 years. Right. And we have been nomads. We have lived all over the country, all over the world. Like we have had crazy adventures. I mean, we have lived, like I said, a full freaking life that most people their whole entire life don't do half the stuff that we've done, right? It's it's wild to think about. And so we've gone through this, like, nomadic adventure for 10 years, and now it's like we're we're, all, we're at the tail end of 10 years later, essentially, wanting, in a sense, just go with me, because the quote-unquote normal life again of, and what I mean by that is not any, like, not, like, the, the grind of that, but stability and, and and i mean stability as far as like our own place which throughout this whole journey i have not had any want or desire up until recently i would say within the last year or so like to buy our own place or have our own place or you know want to be grounded and one. like i didn't want anything to do with that i'm like no like i'm untethered like take me away in the wind whatever and now it's, like, getting to that point of, like, no, like, we do want our own place. We want to put our couch and our bed and our pictures from traveling and our magnets and
0: what? I was going to okay. say, I literally, like, I'm, I'm standing in the uh, the grab driver. It was there to pick us up last night after dinner. And Kim's shopping for pictures in Bali that she wants to take home. And I'm like, who is this? I
1: forgot about that.
0: Who is this? Too yeah, many the Buddha yeah,
1: <laughs> the Buddha pictures. I was like, oh, babe, we have to get a giant Buddha picture to put in our house. Like it's a must. Like which is like so funny because I'm I'm just not a shopper and I I don't I never look at things like that. i like, ooh, like let's put this in the house. Like we were looking at sound bowls the other day at this cafe we go to um, in Bali. The rock,
0: the, the, the salt the, lamps. The,
1: yep. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I want to get this for the house and you know, blah blah, blah. and it's just funny because that has just been not a part of our conversation for so long. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like they say, you know, I used this example the other day with you of like, you know, they always say you're never ready for kids. You're never ready for kids. Like they, they people say that, right? Like you don't wake up one day. I guess some people do, but something kind of just clicks in you where you're like, okay, we'll give, us, we'll give it a try. But it's not like you're so ready, you know? And I kind of feel like that's been us is like we've been on this journey and we haven't been craving that wanting to settle down and that whole thing and then it's just like naturally we're in a place in our life now where we're craving that again of that like kind of clicks in where you're just like damn like i would love to have our own place that's ours that we can have the sound bowls and the buddha pictures and all the things a place that we always get to come back to a place that's ours you know that We walk in and it smells like us and it has, you know, our stuff and we can, you know, go to bed in our own bed, like that kind of stuff, you know, which I've never, ever really wanted for very long.
0: Well, I'll say like another thing to think about is we realized in Jacksonville we had the normal life, but that normal life, like you said, wasn't going in the direction that we wanted. We rebelled against it. So we literally blew our lives up and restarted. Yeah. And we restarted designing it in a way that we want it to look so that when we do settle down it looks how we are aligned with wanting to go about our lives. Yeah. 100%. Right? Because I'm not just being settled to go back and work full-time IR. Like I'm Whoa. being settled to work for myself, take contracts, work PRN maybe if I have to, travel for an extended amount of time, come home, And always have that home base. We've designed our lives to be able to do that with the eventual soon-to-be step that we work for ourselves and do this stuff all the time. 100%. Instead of like, oh, well, we've traveled the world. We've seen the world. Now let's just go back to the life that we, quote-unquote, had normally where we just work 40 hours a week in the hospital. right? So it took time to get there.
1: Yeah, right. It took time to get clear and to to build the life that we are new normal, I guess I should say, because, yeah, it's our normal. It's our new version of the life that we want to live. And obviously, everybody who listens to this podcast knows that our our major goal and what we've always wanted to be able to do is at some point be able to fully transition from working inside of the hospital and to be able to work for ourselves fully. Like that is our big goal and our big dream. And like that's what we've been working towards. And one day we will be able to do that, right? And that's an, an amazing thing. I know that that will happen. And in the meantime, we can still take contracts and make money. I mean, again, one of the, the reasons we're both going back to work right now and coming back from Bali is because we want to work our asses off and save a lot of money so we can put a down payment because down payments are a lot, right? You got to put 20% down and like the prices have gone up so much in housing. We're not ready yet. Um, but like when when that time comes, we'll be prepared because we'll have the money, so we're like, oh, that house? Uh, yeah, put the put the money down, babe. Like, let's do this. Like, mom is going to buy you a house, you know? Right. So we're preparing ourselves for that new stage in our life and that new normal and being able to create that life that we've wanted. And it's taken us 10 years to really figure out what that looks like because we don't want to be nomads for the rest of our and life. And lay the groundwork. Well, of course.
0: The foundation.
1: Right. And 100%. But I think for years and years, we were just okay being nomads. And that was kind of our new normal. And I think now it's like we don't want to be nomads forever. I don't want to be a nomad forever. I don't want to be bouncing around for the rest of my life. I love traveling. I'll always be on the go, I'll always mix things up. And like, I love, you know, like having the freedom to go different places when you want. But I don't want to necessarily live in, like, I I want my own place that I can go and travel from, right? That was kind of the, I don't want to be nomadic for the rest of my life. And We've been nomads for 10 years. Well, That's right. That's a long time to live out of a car.
0: Totally. And I think, well, and packing up the car and going and having to figure all that stuff out. And like, it's, a, you know, when we fly home, we always have to go to Florida to drop off Mimi. And then we have to go to Florida. Then we have to leave Florida. And like that whole thing. It's like just going to a new place is a huge process. And I'm just ready for to build my own economy. Yep. Right. And so that's like where we're at. But what I'm saying is like looking back on this again, that move 10 years ago to start healthcare traveling is still in full effect Mm -hmm. and has allowed all of this to happen Mm -hmm. and so it regained my gratitude and appreciation for this field of work that we have
1: 100 percent. that's it's such an amazing i mean we talk about this all the time but you know we had that revelation really maybe a week ago or two weeks ago where you know we were having these talks you know privately obviously and like Saying that we really wanted to buy a place within the next year, right? Depending on the housing market and all of that, but like we wanted to be prepared to do that if the time came. And um, you know, we have we have we have our backpacks, we have our course, we have all these things that we do make extra money, right? Adventure like trips. oh, adventure. Yeah, we make extra money, but we were like, gosh, like you know, it will take us so long to be able to save the amount of money that we're going to need to be able to buy our own place and all of this and blah blah blah. And then it was like almost like a light bulb went off, which is so weird. But we we're I was like, OK, but what we, we take contracts? So why don't we use this to our advantage and we both take a contract, right? And let's freaking work our asses off and be able to save that amount of money to be able to put a down payment or whatever, whatever it is, a, a large amount of money for, you know, anything in the future and work our dicks off and then have that money and be able to do it in the shortest amount of time possible, which I just think is so cool that we're able to do that. Like most people can't just be like, oh, let me take a couple contracts, bang them out, I'll save 60 Gs and nah, we'll go for it. Well,
0: also a lot of people, I don't believe, have the opportunity to uh, be a chameleon and kind of figure out how to design, redesign, redesign, go forward, redesign their lives, And really get clear on how they want to live their lives moving forward and be financially stable enough to make those choices and to experience these things, feel them out, see if they work, and then always come back to it. Yeah. And I think like, again, that gratitude, right, of like having that. I have always said Gabby Bernstein has has put this in my head, but the definition of a miracle is a change in perception. And I told Kim because... You know, if you listen to the last podcast, we were talking about the craziness of us going home and like, you know, we're skipping Vietnam for my birthday. And I'm literally like the contrast of like, I'd rather I wanted to go like hike Everest was like what I wanted to do for my 40th or Kilimanjaro or some crazy adventure. But now I'm like I'm giving my mom a hug and hanging out with my 91 year old grandparents. Right. Like it's a total contrast of like what it is that I wanted for my 40th. But what I told Kim is the best 40th birthday present that I feel like I've received from this trip that we've had, of being in Dominican, Peru, Bali, Thailand, all the places we've gone, is clarity. Mm -hmm. And that appreciation for the realization that number one, as entrepreneurs, our jobs will never be done. There's always something to do. Mm -hmm. So sitting put in a place for five, six months is not (coughs) like the end all be all, right? Like there's Mm -hmm. always gonna be things to do, but also realizing that you can run the business and healthcare traveling helps elevate our personal life. They're not connected, mm-hmm. right? Like having those two pillars to really get to those goals is a possibility with the way that we live. And it's something that I'm excited about and I love. And that that 40th birthday present was total clarity of, of how we're moving forward, at least within these next little bit.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Agreed. Like 100%. I think having that allowing us to move forward and really focus on some personal goals that we have that have nothing to do because you know that's the other thing is we've really put a lot of money a lot of uh, time energy investment into building traps you know our backpacks all of that and we have built a strong foundation you know and now it's like okay like let's go back and make even more money and, and like really start striving to go towards our own personal goals again, which is really, you know, like we said, buying a place, that kind of a thing. And, all, and, and it kind of circles all the way back to what we were saying about 10 years later, as far as like being ready to kind of adult, right? It's almost like we were adulting hard in third, at 30 and 26 in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mine the beer pong in the living room. <laughs> yeah um but the house and the job all that kind of stuff And, and just kind of being lost and not knowing what we wanted and you know and then now you know here we are like we've kind of gone through this journey and we're ready to kind of start adult hashtag adulting again in a way that feels more clear and aligned with who we are and what we want and the life we want to create for ourselves and i think that's the beauty of this healthcare traveling thing for anyone listening like you know just because you start traveling, you know, again, you don't have to travel for 10 years, right? But it's like going and having this adventure and using that, that time and that space to be like, what kind of life do I want to lead? Like, what do I want my life to look like when I do settle back down? Because there's a lot of people that listen that have no intent. They don't want to be an entrepreneur. They're not trying to build a business. They, they love their job and eventually they'll settle down and, and take a full-time job. But but it can look differently than what it did when you first started. So it's like asking yourself those questions. Like, what would you want your life to look like if you could design it in any way, right? What? Where would you live? Like, who would be around you? What would your schedule be like? Do you want to go back to full time? Would you want to pay off all of your stuff and then maybe work part time so you could travel more? Like, what asking, do you
0: do on your time off?
1: Yeah, just asking yourself these questions because we really do have the power to design the life we want to live and when we're ready to quote unquote settle back down, right, or get back into a normal, new normal way of living, it can look any way we want it to look. Like we would never go back to what we were living in Jacksonville, but we can, we've can. we designed a new way of normal and a new way of being and like we want to have a house and we do want to have a family, which is something that's a newer concept to us that we'll unpack at a later time, but it's still like, okay, like we're ready to start adulting. What do we want our life to look like? Like, we, like here we go, you know? So,
0: I will just say, just so it's out on the record, I will never be adulting enough to not play beer pong in a living room. Agreed. Always. So, if you're 18 to, you know, however old and you want some beer pong in your living room, I'm game. Let's roll.
1: It's always acceptable. 100 With a tarp.
0: With the tarp tarp down. Uh, That's the adulting part. (laughs) That's the adulting part. Let's not mess up the floor, everyone. No, no,
1: no, no. no. Yeah. Perfect. Take your shoes off. Well, honestly, if I could dream big here, I would love to have a garage that we could turn into some kind of a fun room that has like beer pong table and you that know that I
0: made from scratch
1: that yeah cuz Aaron and uh, you were always entrepreneurial again way back then he's making beer pong tables in our backyard that is like custom made from the sharks arena football thing like Jimmy Johns Jimmy yeah
0: I he, put the menu on a Jimmy Johns uh beer pong table so that my buddy who works for Jimmy Johns could take it to Florida State tailgating, and they would make an order, and if the order did not arrive before their ending of their beer pong game, then the order was free. And so that was a way that Jimmy John's used to get people to sign up for their app, and I built them a custom beer pong table that fit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like it was sick.
1: Like, you, right, and so it's like, those were amazing, and that actually could have been a great side hustle, because. A lot of people wanted them. I mean, they were time consuming, but you loved doing it. It was super creative and it was fun. And, and again, that's just such an example of the fact that like we were always thinking of fun, creative ideas of different things to do. Right. Yeah. Like and not that you thought like that was going to be like a business at the time. You just loved it and wanted to do it. But um, but yeah, I think what I
0: was just thinking, do you remember we had the party and I was in the backyard finishing the beer pong table while everybody else was chilling. And you were like, babe, like, can you like hang out? And I was like, no, like I have a project to do. Like, Sounds that's about right. Very entrepreneurial. Sounds about right. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're always dedicated to completing something. Yeah. And like doing it well, which is interesting that's to look back on me. that 10 years later. I know. But yeah, I think, again, the point of all of this is kind of, I feel like we're coming full circle 10 years later. In a completely different, new, fresh perspective of what we've redefined as like more of a normalish life in a sense. And the fact that again, we are always in control of, of creating our own lives and what we want them to look like. And so using this time that we have and that you have as a healthcare traveler to really define what that normal life is gonna be like for you and set some goals and go after them. And that's really what we've done and laid the foundation over the past 10 years.
0: Right, and that's something that I'm the most proud of. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying is like, to look back at 30 and be like, oh my God, we have to do anything but this. Like this this is not working, like at all. To where we are now where I'm excited where these next 10 years go because the foundation is laid and the path is set in the life that I truly could ride out the rest of my time here on this planet in a very like happy and loving and excited way. Yeah. Which is really cool.
1: I think we've built a beautiful life together. Yeah. And I'm excited to see where the next steps take us i'm so excited for like the clarity we have and like the path that we're on and our new goals and but i'm also again not wanting to focus on the next year or the next two years like and really just practicing being in the moment of all of this and the journey is a destination and just really being present for every single thing because just like we look back and I'm, and you're like oh my god like that was 10 years ago that's how life is right you look back and you're like it's over you know like even just us being in Bali boom over right like it's life goes so fast and if you're not conscious if you're not present if you're not awake for it it's just passing you by and so that's something I've been really trying to practice myself it's easier said than done but really trying to be awake and alert and like a part of every moment of this life this experience even when we go back and we're working in the hospital or wherever it's just like just be there for it like be there like this is our freaking life and it's just i remember when i was 21 you know
0: well you were saying that like you were 20 well not 21 but you were saying uh because uh the podcast we were watching triggered this conversation as well that's right this was the this was really oh, the, that's, you're right the underdog story kind of like just put the nail in the coffin kind of deal so but- uh, we
1: were so we were watching um kristen cavalieri on lewis house and i love kristen she's from the hills and laguna beach and i was saying so i used to be obsessed with laguna beach and when i was 18 I lived with my boyfriend at the time. And every single Monday night, because that's when Laguna Beach came on, we would have all of our friends over, and we would drink, Captain and Diet, which, oh my God, it makes me sick to think about. And we would watch Laguna Beach, and I would scream at everybody if they were talking, like, during the show. And we would have, make dinner, and we, it was just a party. And then we'd have, like, a photo shoot afterwards. And, like, I always said, like, I was Kristen, so we always had to, like, be somebody, like, in the cast. And I'd always say, like, I'm Kristen because she's, like, the coolest, the prettiest, the most fun. Like, you know, I just identified. And and people agreed, you know. Or I forced them to what agree, was your basically. Thing? What was
0: your thing last night? Uh, that whole, like, oh. I'm so pretty or something. Okay,
1: first of all, that's not my thing at all. Like, that no. sounds so douchey. It I've does. never said that. It's It was like a... A voice thing on on uh, somebody who I follow on Instagram, and I thought it was like funny. Right. And it's um, it said, "I'm offensively good looking." Yeah. And then it was like, I don't know, like I can't describe it. It's just a vibe, and I have it. Yeah. And like we were, so I was, I showed you, we were like laughing about it because I'm right. like, that's like funny, right. you know. It was just like if we were talking about being confident, we're like, mm-hmm. I don't know, we're just confident or like. Likeable, and it's just a vibe, and we have it, like you know. So it became a joke. I don't go around saying I'm fucking pretty. No, I was just saying because you just
0: said it with the why you were Kristen. I
1: know it's a joke, but like true. So okay. So what I was the whole point of that was that I was saying I was 18 years old. I had just started Kaiser, which is where I went to college to do ultrasound, and I was still doing my. Pre-reqs and I'm driving to school every day, smoking cigarettes, drinking my Red Bull, hungover, all of, you know. And going through that whole process, I'm like, I was 18 years old. Like, I had no idea. My life was so wild at that point. And to know, like, in a couple of years, I would meet my future husband. I met Aaron at 21. And, like, the journey we would go on together. It's, like, crazy to think about. And, like, that was, I was 18 how many years ago? 16 years ago?
0: Right yeah
1: now 18 18 years ago oh okay double so yes that
0: a whole nother 18 year old life
1: oh my god that is so freaky deaky but in so you look at that like oh that was a blink of an eye like i was living you know whatever but like i've lived so much life in between then obviously but it's just everything is going so fast and just being freaking awake for your life this is it currently living it have fun with it figure out how you want to live it what do you want it to look like you know what what are your goals like what do you want to go after and like be be present throughout the journey of it and have fun along the way and that's something that you and I are constantly always working on because we can tend also to put our head down and go for a goal we're really good at that and sometimes we forget to just like be present in the moment. So, anyways, that was the whole kit and caboodle of the whole 10 years later. Well, I will
0: say, too, what you just said triggered, like, my 40-year-old advice.
1: Oh, okay, dad. <laughs> was yeah, you just could like, be a dad.
0: Uh, I at, could, are you kidding? I could be a 40, dad with a 20-year-old. Oh,
1: that's You could have been my dad when I was watching Laguna Beach at that point. You know? 40?
0: Oh, I no. thought you meant like where I was. When no. you, I'm like wait, no, what?
1: I'm saying that like that's weird. Yeah,
0: no, right. Okay.
1: I'm gonna just start calling you Don. Oh, Great. I need one, <laughs> another one. Okay,
0: so basically what I was saying was that I've always said this, and I'm sure I've said it in these podcasts, but like hindsight is our greatest tool, and. It's it's funny because you were sitting there like when I was eighteen that he like, was having parties with my boyfriend like drinking Captain and and it's like Ew. you you hear those like all those glory day people right like when I was in high school like I was the man okay. and like all this stuff right it's not it's not that kind of hindsight right no. it's about reflecting on like where you've come how you've grown and what you were feeling in the time and like really touching in on those times because they can teach you because now you have the hindsight to see how those things turned out, right? And like looking back at like the feeling we had when we wanted to go travel and how deep that was, right? And we had literally a list of things that stated why we should not go and only one thing that said why we should, and it was because we have to. Mm -hmm. We have to explore this. Worst case scenario, we come back, right? Mm -hmm. Like we've said that multiple times, but now we have, the definitive history to show that we followed this gut instinct and this is where it led us. And then that led us here and then being personal trainers and then like going in the park and like all we've done and like, let's go travel. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like all of that stuff has led and we're able to look back on those times and reflect moving forward on like, all right, we went after that. We would have done this a little differently. So like now we have a lot more ammunition and clarity to go after the next 10 years.
1: I'm excited. Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Brah. All right. Cheers to the next 10.
0: Cheers to being 40.
1: Cheers to... Okay. I take that back. Cheers to just like being in the moment. There you go. How's that?
0: The journey is the destination. Yeah. And really, really encompassing what that means. Yeah. And looking up and enjoying every day of it, knowing that you are still being going towards what it is you want in life.
1: Well, and also, like, uh, just your own personal growth, man. Like, it's kind of crazy, right? Because I look back at when I met you at 21, right? Like, freaking wild thing. And that seems like yesterday, almost when we met. And it's like, gosh, the amount of growth like I look at that girl and like I love her but like I'm so different right like I'm a like just a comp- I've grown so much right like from who you were you know when you were 30 god like just the amount of self-growth and 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 like being more comfortable in your own skin and knowing who you are and feeling more confident feeling more creative feeling more like you can like be your truest self and you don't have to put on a show and you don't have to do this and like just more comfortable you know and i think that's so powerful is like it's not just about the travels and the accomplishments and the goals and the this like that's a part of it but it's also just like damn man like look at how far we've come from that time we were playing beer pong on the tarp getting ready to travel to who we are today it's, it's really incredible
0: yeah so we'll end it with that okay well we are back in the united states
1: See you later, Dandy.
0: See you later, Dandy. Is that your thing? Because I like to say map your own path and always stay Trav's
1: Okay. And then I'm going to say um, later, Gator.
0: I did notice, did um, Sarah Beth write you and say love you too based off of the podcast? Did you see that message on uh, no, Instagram? No,
1: I said that she's. they were all together for Sally's birthday. Oh, okay. Why? When we were talking about Sarah Beth.
0: I just saw because it was the day our podcast came out. I remember you. I had just edited the podcast and like you had said, "Love you." And I was like, "We're not doing that." Oh, on you the was, So I thought okay. she was like responding to it in a joking way.
1: That's hilarious. No, that would be funny
0: though. I know. That's what I thought. Was. Okay. All right. Well, we will Bye. see you next week. Deuces.